Hear the good news. Who is in a position to condemn? Only Christ. And Christ died for us. Christ rose for us. Christ reigns in power for us. Christ prays for us. In the name of Jesus Christ, I declare to you that all you have confessed is forgiven and forgotten. By the grace of God, you have been made a new creation. Thanks be to God. And we ask all of this in the name of your precious, precious son, Jesus, who taught us to pray, our Father, art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Please join me in the prayer for illumination. Almighty God, open our hearts and minds by the power of your Holy Spirit, that as the scriptures are read and your word is proclaimed, we may hear what you are saying to us today. Amen. Our first scripture reading this morning is from Genesis chapter 1, verses 1 through 19. Hear the word of God. In the beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth, the earth was a formless void and darkness covered the face of the deep, while a wind from God swept over the face of the waters. Then God said, let there be light, and there was light. And God saw that the light was good, and God separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening, and there was morning the first day. And God said, let there be a dome in the midst of the waters, and let it separate the waters from the waters. So God made the dome and separated the waters that were under the dome from the waters that were above the dome, and it was so. God called the dome sky, and there was evening, and there was morning the second day. And God said, let the waters under the sky be gathered together into one place and let the dry land appear, and it was so. God called the dry land earth and the waters that were gathered together he called seas, and God saw that it was good. Then God said, let the earth put forth vegetation, plants yielding seed and fruit trees of every kind on earth that bear fruit with the seed in it, and it was so. And the earth brought forth vegetation, plants yielding seed of every kind and trees of every kind bearing fruit with the seed in it. And God saw that it was good. And there was evening and there was morning the third day. And God said, let there be lights in the dome of the sky to separate the day from the night. And let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and years. And let them be lights in the dome of the sky to give light upon the earth. And it was so. God made the two great lights, the great light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night and the stars. God set them in the dome of the sky to give light upon the earth, to rule over the day and over the night, and to separate the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. And there was evening and there was morning the fourth day. May God bless to our understanding this reading from God's word.
Our second scripture is a continuation of Genesis 1. And God said, let the waters bring forth swarms of living creatures and let birds fly above the earth across the dome of the sky. So God created the great sea monsters and every living creature that moves of every kind and which the waters swarm and every winged bird of every kind. And God saw that it was good. God blessed them saying, be fruitful and multiply and fill the waters in the seas and let the birds multiply on the earth. And there was evening, and there was morning the fifth day. And God said, let the earth bring forth living creatures of every kind, cattle and creeping things and wild animals on the earth of every kind. And it was so. God made the wild animals of the earth of every kind and the cattle of every kind and everything that creeps upon the ground of every kind. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, let us make humankind in our image according to our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the cattle, and over all the wild animals on the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. So God created humankind in his image. And in the image of God, he created them, male and female, he created them. God blessed them, and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply, and fill the earth and subdue it, and have dominion over fish of the sea, and over birds of the air, and every other thing that moves upon the earth. God said, See, I have given you every plant yielding seed that is upon the face of all the earth, and every tree with seed in its fruit. You shall have them for food. And to every beast of the earth, and to every bird in the air, and to everything that creeps on the earth, everything that has the breadth of life, I have given every green plant for food. And it was so. God saw everything that he had made, and indeed it was very good. And there was evening, and there was morning, the sixth day. Thus the heavens and the earth were finished in all their multitude. And on the seventh day, God finished the work that he had done. 
and he rested on the seventh day from all the work that he had done. So God blessed the seventh day and hallowed it, because on it God rested from all the work that he had done in creation. These are the generations of the heavens and the earth when they were created. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. You know this story. How many creation stories are there in the Bible? There are technically three, but there are two really close ones. And I want to read the second one to you. And it starts right after where Jody left off. And it goes, In the day that the Lord made the earth and the heavens, when no plant of the field was yet in the earth, and no herb of the field had yet sprung up, for the Lord God had not caused it to rain upon the earth, and there was no one to till the ground, but a stream would rise from the earth and water the whole face of the ground. Then the Lord God formed man from the dust of ground. Let me say that again. God formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and the man became a living being. And the Lord God planted a garden in Eden and in the east, and there he put the man in whom he formed. Out of the ground the Lord God made to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food, the tree of life also in the midst of the garden, and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And then it goes on to talk about the rivers. He formed four rivers so it would feed the garden and all that kind of stuff. And then it continues on, and it says, The Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to till it and keep it. And then the Lord God commanded the man, You may freely eat of every tree of the garden, but of the tree of knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it, you shall die. Now, who did God command not to eat from the tree? Man. Then the Lord God said, it is not good that the man should be alone. And that's when he starts, you know, making all the animals and all that kind of stuff. But even that wasn't good enough. So then he continues. Uh, the Lord God, the man gave names to all the cattle and all the birds and this and that. But the man, there was not found a helper as his partner. So the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon the man, and he slept. Then he took one of his ribs and closed up the place with the flesh. And the rib that the Lord God had taken from the man, he had made into a woman and brought her to the man. Then the man said, this is bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. This one shall be called woman. For out of man, this was taken. And then it continues on a little bit about the Garden of Eden and all that kind of stuff. So that's two creation accounts within two chapters of the very first book of the Bible. Now, there's some big differences there. Huge differences, actually. If you look at the first account that you heard Donna and Jody read, you can actually see God almost up here creating everything. Okay, I'm going to create the, the land and the water out of this formless void and all that kind of stuff. Like you, you can just kind of picture everything happening from way, way up here. Okay, yeah, I'm going to go form the rivers and I'm going to put, some, I'm going to throw some stars up here and I'm going to create humankind, humankind, so that they will be together and live together. And then you get the second creation story. In the first one, everything says God created, Barah. It is the only place, but technically this is the only place where you see that word, Barah. It's a Hebrew word. 
because God created, it was divinely inspired. What we are today is divinely inspired. We were created by God. Go into the second story. You see a more intimate God. You can actually see almost God getting his hands dirty, forming the man out of the dirt. We had, when we were in seminary, when we were exegeting this in Hebrew class and stuff like that, we actually ultimately end up calling, there were men in our class, only a couple. One was Paul, and he was a, a friend. Of, we had a, a Hebrew group that would study Hebrew together, and he was the only male in that Hebrew group. Man was formed out of the dirt. But you can almost see God digging and this and, and forming everything, making it just right, giving man the ability to name everything, naming the cattle, naming all the birds and all that kind of stuff. It was a very intimate thing. So you see this, this very big God up here, and then you see this intimate God in the second creation story. But what they both say, basically, is that God created us to be. God created us to be together, to work together, to make sure that we take care of everything else that God has created. You heard me ask Sawyer this morning if he liked being out in the open, if he really thought about all that God has done when he's standing in the middle of the woods. And he kind of answered. I don't know if he answered because he answered the way I would want him to answer, if he really thinks it. I know when I was his age, trust me, I didn't think that way. I just figured, hey, it's sunny out, I'm gonna go play in the woods, which I didn't do very often. Um, but I was always happy when it was sunny out. When it was raining out, I was upset. But today, I really have a different vision of what that feels like, to be out in creation, to stand out, out there in the rain, and the rain hitting you in the face. And then you see a beautiful rainbow that again, God has just created. In the spring, when you start to see the daffodils come out and the rose bushes and, and all the beautiful flowers, I appreciate that more than I did when I was 10 years old, 15 years old, 30 years old. You tend to take all that stuff for granted. You take for granted that as a driver in Hunterton County, as deers cross in front of your car, you kind of dislike the deer up here. But yet then you see the baby fawn on the side of the road with the white spots. You can, it's barely, barely walking because it's a newborn. It still has those shaky legs. God created that fawn. God is continually creating a newborn, Nicholas, with his hands and his toes, and as he starts to figure out what each thing is, what, what's his hand as he puts it in his mouth? God created Nicholas. But everything that God created, but everything that God created, remember in the first story, and it was good, God created. These creation stories are for us to realize how wonderful and powerful God is, how majestic God is, and how intimate God wants to be with us. Now, in the, our Bible study class, when we were studying Genesis, we had these conversations. And 
you know, you have your jokes, like I was saying during this, when I was reading the second scripture every, every now and then. And one of the big one was, you know, you, you read the thing where it said, nothing in this scripture, nothing in the Hebrew text, nothing in the manuscripts that ever said they woke man up, that God woke man up. You, you start to read other words where you just assume. Because all of a sudden, it was man that called woman, woman, not God. Because remember, God gave man the right and the authority to name everything under the heavens. The cattle, the birds, the bugs, everything, the trees. He got to name everything. But what I love in that second story is that they worked together. They became one. They were formed and became one. Now, in the first one, God created humankind. But I love the second story to a point because you can really see how you're supposed to work together. You're supposed to be there for each other. We are supposed to be there for each other because God created us together. God didn't make one better than the other. God would never do that. God created us to be equal. The first one, humankind. The second one, God created woman to be in partnership, partnership with the other. We are to be in partnership with each other. That's how God created us. God created us in God's image, not Joe Schmo's image, God's image. And we are all to be different. You were created in God's image. God created us. God created us in God's image, and we are to do the best that we can to fulfill what that image really means for those around us. Everything God created was good. God created us. God created us innocently, with open eyes, and it was good. And then, amen, and amen.
us affirm our faith together in reciting the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God, Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. us in his image. God created everything that we see and everything that we have, and it was good. Remember that God is good, and we are good because we have been created. And as you leave this place, may the shalom of God, the love and compassion of Christ, and the power of the Holy Spirit be with us all. Amen.